Hey friends, welcome to the Man Cave Monday podcast. This is your host Trey Hillard. I'm sorry this is coming late for all of you that uh, are dying to listen. Uh, I'm sure, it's not a lot of you, but um, we actually had a pretty busy weekend at work. Thankfully for us, we had a week busy weekend at work. I know a lot of people are out of work, and it sucks. And I hate I hate to really say that, but. We had a lot of stuff go bad at work, so I was able to work a lot this weekend. I guess is a better better way to put it. I'm just thankful I have a job right now. A lot of people are out of work. Um, you know, I feel really, really bad. I know I started yesterday's po- or last week's podcast off the same way, but I feel really bad for the businesses that, you know, people that were spying or they're, their dreams or they saved up hard work and money to start something and it was just about to get off the ground and something like this happens and you know there's not a lot of places out there that are forgiving you know I mean you everybody still wants their money like I said like I said last week everybody's still gunning down for their money this is why you know this is what's wrong with us as a whole, as we, you know, you can read all the posts online, and you know, I'm, that's pretty much the only where, only place where you can actually read anything positive. But at the same time, you're, you see, all these different posts of what people are donating, whether it's masks or money and this, and you know, people you look up to and idols. But what about us? What about the ones that are down here, other than? the men and women that are in these hospitals, you know, doctors, nurses, RNs, these LVNs, you know, all the way down to the person that's checking you in at the hospital. I mean, these people are devoting their life right now for you. That's what they signed up for from the beginning. You know, firefighters, the EMTs, paramedics, police officers, you know, first responders, you know, people that are stopping to help you out. It's, we take a lot of things for granted and I don't like to hear, and this is just my opinion, this is not something that a lot of people will agree with, but I'm an emergency response member at at my job. Might not be very glorious. A lot of people make fun of it because, you know, I'm running to a fire. They're running away for, you're, you know, you practically do it for free out there. You do it for the love of it. So a lot of simple-minded people don't see past their own little box. And they don't see that trying to help people, you know, You gotta realize some people don't have that gene to help others. Some people don't have it in their brain or they don't know how to turn it on, I guess, after a certain amount of age, it just kind of builds a wall. They don't know how to activate that receptor that tells them, hey, go, go help this person. Go help your neighbor. Everybody's tough. Everybody's really tough till you get down to those situations. Um, You know, and it kind of finds out who you are, but at the same time, let's, let's remember has all those professions that I discussed earlier 
This is what you signed up for whenever you took that profession. I hope we do something as a whole, but don't beg for it. You know what I mean? This is what you signed up for is to help people. When you're in a crisis, you knew damn well in a crisis what was going to happen. Okay? Because this is the thing. I, I mean, my mom's a nurse. My sister's about to graduate to be a nurse. A lot of a lot of my family's nurses. Uh, a lot of my family are first responders, like nurses, firemen. My dad's a fireman. He's also a paramedic. My brother, fireman. I think he's also a paramedic or EMT basic. But anyway, he's on an ambulance coming to get you. So I have nothing but. You know, I look up to people in that industry, but I look up to them because they don't look for handouts. They don't look for people to pat them on the back. They do it for the love of their job, and this is something that they wanted to do. And I want to point this out early, because I see too many posts on people fishing, wanting compliments for what they do. Um, that's not how it works. Okay, you're out working. You're saving people. You're doing the things you need to do. But just remember, there's this this thing is very, very dangerous in the fact that you can have it and not even know. I go to work every day, and they say only essential personnel go to work. It looks the same when I go to work every day. The traffic is the same. When I come home, I still have to sit through two red lights before I can go. Traffic's still there. People are still going to work. And the bad thing is, no one can see who's exposed or not. Everybody's in danger in this. Not just health care workers. Are they seeing a blunt of it and a massive amounts of it? Yes, and that's the terrifying thing. Is that they're seeing big amounts of these viruses. And, you know, that's... We're, we have a lack of medical supplies to give them as a country. But man, these guys are working hard. And they're the medical professionals are, I think they're used to being understaffed. They're used to working long hours. They're, worse, they're, they're probably used to always being busy. I know when I was going to be MT permit, or excuse me, MT basic, we had to do shifts in the ER and when I did those shifts I, I realized very quickly that that is not what I wanted to do is to be a ER nurse or anybody in an emergency room it was constant this constant I mean it was constant it was constant people coming in with life-threatening injuries and you have to react on a dime you have to know exactly what to do and when something doesn't go your way you can't hang your head and go cry in the bathroom they get back to work. And then they go home and try to act like nothing bothers them about what they saw that day. Big kudos to them. Let me get off my rant. Let me get going. So, what are you doing at home to stay fit? That's the first question I wanted to ask. What are you What are you doing? I know last week I said that I'm going to run five miles um, at the end of the year. So I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to do a fucking comedy show. I don't know. That's up in the air. Dude, I've been researching it. A lot of shit goes into that. And, 
You know, when you write shit down, you don't sound very funny. So I don't know. But I'm, I'm going to give it my all to do it. I'm going to say I'm 99% sure I'm going to do it. I don't want to back out of it, but we'll see. I'm going to keep grinding at it. Um, but what are you doing at home to not be a fat ass? What are you doing to keep that gut off? What are you doing? Are you, I mean, like a lot of you might have kids. You might be older. Say, oh man, you know, I don't want to go out. I don't want to get touched by the COVID. Or man, I got, like me, I got three kids at home. You know? What are you doing to eat? How are you, how are you cooking your meals? You getting all these delivery meals? Are you staying at home? Are you cooking chicken? Are you, you know, cooking pasta? What are you, what are you doing? You just sitting in the house all day watching Netflix? Listen, get the fuck up. And get the fuck outside. Get outside with your kids if you have them. You know, my, my generation, I'm 30 years old. For the ones that listen that do not know me, well, I'm about to be 30 in a month, but, you know, I got three kids. A five, a three, and a five-month-old, or six-month-old, I guess now, uh, son. The two oldest ones are girls. And I'm also still married. And so I, I understand how it is to get caught up in the day-to-day things. And then when you get home, you get stuck in the reality of your phone, which isn't reality, but you get stuck in your phone sometimes. I understand it, trust me. I mean, I think it's hard to live in this world today and not understand that. Um, And, you know, I see it in my spouse also. I see her doing it a lot. But let's take this time now. I mean, there's no one that needs to come over to your fucking house. You know? I'm not one for posting anyway. You know, my wife, as a woman, she's the... She's the... Family advertiser, I guess you will say, right? She's the one posting pictures of the kids. and po- I don't do that shit. I like getting on there and looking at stuff. I like looking up, you know, I'm a big Dallas Cowboys fan, so I like looking up Dallas Cowboy news. And, you know, I get wrapped up in it, especially with the draft coming up. I'll be watching everybody coming up in the draft, which I'm going to cover next week. Um, that's what I'm going to cover half the show is football. I'm going to get back on football. And then anything sports, any kind of news, I've seen some little flashes here and there come up about um, starting back up, basketball, this shit, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but, you know, this is the time to put your phones in a box. Turn them off. Nobody fucking needs you. If you're at home on a weekend, you're not on call, you know that there's nothing that that phone, re- there's nothing that you need that phone for. Put it in a box Put it in the kitchen, turn it off, do something, silence it, go outside and play with your kids. If you got a trampoline, get on the trampoline with your kids. Take them to go walk. You know, make some memories with your kids. Don't make them remember this and be scared to death of this. Have fun. You know, I know this is stressful for a lot of people, like I mentioned earlier and last week because of the money situation, but listen. Right now, if there's nothing you can do about it, then 
You know, going to play with your kids is free. Making memories with your kids is free. Having a bad impact on your kids but making good money, your, your kids are going to turn out like shit. I've seen more rich kids turn out like shit than I have poor kids turn out to be good people. I mean, it, it happens every day. It's not about how much you make. It's not about where you live. It's about how much you loved. How much love are you giving? And I'm the world's worst. So I'm speaking to my kind here. Almost speaking to myself in a way. But we need to get out there with our kids. We need to, if it's sunny outside on a weekend, you know, they can't go nowhere, see their friends. You can't, you can't pawn them off on somebody while you go to the gym for four hours. You can't pawn them off on somebody or you can't just, you know, tell them to go outside and play on your phone. Put that shit down. Put a sprinkler under the trampoline if you got one. And get under there. Get water balloons from Family Dollar. Get them shipped ordered from HEB if you're here in Texas or get them delivered or go through the drive-thru and get them. But get a fucking thousand balloons, blow them up and throw them at each other in the backyard. Right? Get a blow-up pool. Or just play in the freaking sprinkler if you don't have none of that stuff. If you don't have a sprinkler, play in the fucking water hose. If you don't have a water hose, figure some shit out, okay? Let's get outside and play with our kids because my, my generation and the millennial generation have done a piss-poor job as a whole of raising our kids. I'm not saying everybody's doing a piss-poor job, but the majority, dude, we're teaching our kids things we shouldn't. We're doing things we shouldn't. I mean, we can think of the scars that we have as kids. I can think of plenty. But if you look at our imperfections, they're way more and way more frequent than what our parents were given to us. You know, life was so much simpler back then, and yet a lot of us turned out fucked up. So think about our kids now in in a much more complicated world with so much social media and so much of your life going to be aired online we have to be there for our kids more than anything right now it's a big moment and we have to show up for it we have to do a better job of doing that now on the other end though what are we going to do with you know, during the summer, how, how, how are we going to move forward if you don't have a job, right? Hopefully the school system will play out in our favor to where, you know, hopefully kids aren't, you know, some schools aren't saying you have to go to school during the summer to finish. Hopefully everything will finish online. You know, there's a lot of what ifs right now, but let's also look at it. I know it's kind of in a time of peril, but let's look at this as an opportunity because in the day, there's going to be a lot of opportunities for you to find work or if you've never owned a business before, this might be a time to get into it. There's going to be a lot of markets opening up once everything comes back, and it will. Just a time period. could be a month, one month, six months. Who knows? Hopefully not six, but it might be a thing. There's going to be a lot of things, a lot of different paths that you can take to get where you need to be in life. 
So count your pennies and save them. Your time might be coming here in the next couple of months and make sure you be aware of your surroundings and look for that opportunity. However small, however large it may be, look for it, own it, seize it. One thing I wanted to touch today, I was just thinking about it when I was at work is, what is gonna be the demise of humans on this planet? So what is gonna, what's gonna be the end of the world, AKA the end of humans, because this world's gonna be here long after we're gone. It's not like when we leave, the planets leave, you know? Um, There's been a lot of different types of humans on this earth for thousands, hundreds of thousands of years. A lot of different beings and species and um, you know they've they've come and gone you know it's scientifically proven whatever you believe in you can get online you can watch um, you know Discovery Channel things of it you can watch the History Channel things of it there's probably shit on Netflix okay there's books you can read there's we're different types of humans than us right that almost got practically wiped out because of different disasters. So, whether it's a year from now, whether it's a hundred years from now, whether it's a hundred thousand years from now, what is it going to be that ends the human race? So, I listed my three in this order. The one being the first because I, I, Front hand, you know, first hand, I guess I can't even say the words I need to say today, but first hand can see what this is doing to our economy. And that's a pandemic like this. What if this pandemic was something like, I mean, everybody keeps talking about zombies, but what if there's something like that? What if this was something that H1N1 or what if this was a um, some type of influenza that kills 60 percent of people when we didn't have a virus for it? A different strain than because influenza mutates so rapidly. What if it was as infectious as a corona, but it was an influenza virus that continually mutates, kills 6% of everybody on the planet? Kids are more susceptible to dying to the H1N1 and influenza than older individuals it's shown in science so when you have those stats do I want my kids dying of that but if that was what what's going around right now do you think I'd be at work fuck no I don't care what my employer said I'm not gonna risk taking this shit home to my five month old my three year old my five year old to my wife you know so pandemic because of how I see how piss poor we did on this. It might get us one day. You know, and these and these outbreaks are getting more frequent, it seems like. You know, I'm, it's me shooting off my hip, but it seems like in the last 10, 15 years, I know there's all these different things on Facebook, but, you know, without the stats all shoved in your face, you know, it's... It was easy to see the writing on the wall that we've had a lot of different outbreaks of different diseases over the past 10, 15 years. Maybe just because I was older and just kind of recognized it more. 
you know, it, it just seemed like there was more to be worried about. And it wasn't just in a certain season. It was, it's all year. I think my second's gonna be artificial intelligence. I really do. I think me being a Joe Rogan whore, listening to fucking Elon Musk and guys like Lex Friedman, um, they scared the shit out of me, man. Then, then getting on there and listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson on his podcast, I think it's called, I don't wanna mess it up, but Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm sure if you look it up, you can find it. I think it's called Star Talk or something, but he's a fucking brilliant person. And he, he, long story short, he makes, he says scientific shit that sounds fun and it's interesting to learn. So it's cool to listen to, but man, those people scare the shit out of me. Especially when they say that artificial intelligence, AI, once you get to a certain point, it starts to think on its own and there's no shutting it off. I mean, there is, but hopefully you catch it in time. It's almost like watching that movie Will Smith. What's it called? A fucking iRobot. I think it was. Where all the robots started turning on the humans, on their owners. But they started to work together, and they were smart about it. That's artificial intelligence. That was thought of, what, 10, 15 years ago? That's some real shit turned up to a 1,000. You know? And artificial intelligence slowly migrating. Phones have a lot of AI in them. Tesla cars, AI. But these are, when I say a lot, I mean these are fractions of artificial intelligence, stuff that they can control. Think about, it's gonna get more and more just like everything else. It gets more and more expensive, more and more bigger, more and more shinier. Artificial intelligence is gonna come more in demand. And the more it does, because the more greed people wanna make money, the more it's going to be exposed and it could be in a good way or what if it gets to a point where they're like we have we have like iRobots off Will Smith but for 10-15 years they're helping us out doing shit around the house we ain't got to do nothing going to work for us and all of a sudden they're like why are we keeping these flawed humans around you know let's get rid of these bastards you know they're fucking up the world they're fucking up the air they can't even feed themselves Get rid of them. You know, it's something to really something to really think about. Or it could be a totally opposite way and it could help us. So, but the bad thing is the smartest people in the world don't even fucking know. So that's the scary thing. They're inventing it and they don't know how it's going to react. It's like saying, here, here's a bomb. I don't, know if it's, I don't know how, what the radius is of it, but I'm sure if you throw it at that wall, we could be fine. Or we could die. It makes no sense. And then I'm putting last global warming, nuclear war, because I don't think any shit's gonna happen. Because, you know, everybody's too afraid to nuke each other. Nobody wants to die. If somebody sends from the US, we're gonna fucking, we're gonna stop this shit before it even gets here. Let's be real. And then we're gonna bomb the shit out of them. So nobody's even gonna bomb us. Now, 100, 200 years from now, I don't know. You know, tide's turned. That's why I'm gonna put it on the list. And global warming, I don't know. You know, people believe in it. I haven't really looked into it, but I'm gonna add it because what else is gonna get us, you know? So I'm gonna put those two tied on there because that's the two I know least about. And those are probably the only two unless the world's just gonna split in half or the sun gets near the earth too much and uh, you know, you can't grow vegetation. Might be another way, I don't know. But the first two shocked the shit out of me. A pandemic 
and artificial intelligence, those are the ones that worry me. Those are the ones that make the most sense. One of them I've seen firsthand, the one that we're living in right now, on easy level. And the other one is something that, when you're talking about the smartest people on earth trying to discontinue certain items and not make billions of dollars because they're afraid of what it might do or afraid of what door it might open, that's scary. People start to value human life over money. That's when you should be scared of what they're trying to prevent. Seems like everybody now is just trying to make the best dollar they can. So I'm going to go over this movies quick. Got to get my kids to sleep. Appreciate you tuning in. I really, really do. I really appreciate it. So I'm going to go over the top five movies and TV shows to watch this week. So Angels Fallen just got on Netflix. It's great. Dude, I've watched this movie like 40 fucking times. It's awesome. If you if you haven't watched any of them, there's three of them. Go watch them. Okay? Olympus has fallen. I think London has fallen. And then Angel has fallen. Gerard Butler, fucking beast, the goat. Got to watch it. The Invisible Man. I don't know if it came out yet, but when it does come out, you need to watch it. I know there's been like a Kevin Bacon version and some other shit. This one's the best. If you see it on your fucking red box or if it gets on a pirated website, go watch it. Trials of Gabriel Hernandez. I put this on there because I haven't even watched it yet. I've seen a bunch of sad shit about it. So I guess I need to watch it. Even though I don't really like sad shit, especially when it comes to kids, but... God damn, there's so much good shit said about it. So I'm going I'm to try it. One thing I did watch my kids. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Me and my wife watched it. Dude, you know how a lot of times you go back and you watch movies whenever you were kids and you're like, oh, it's fucking cute, but it's not as funny. Dude, that fucking show is still fucking funny. But I think the Honey, I Shrunk, I think it's the one where the parents got shrunk. Was a, Oh, God. It's still priceless. And Mila Kunis in there as a kid. I didn't even recognize that. Um, but it's on Disney+. Plus. And then Star Wars on Disney+. Plus. Go watch them all, dude. Watch them all. They have them in order from 1 to fucking 84. Some of you got shit to do. Alright? Get on there. Watch that. But during the day, go play with your kids. You want to stay up at night, get high, or drink, and... Watch some TV. That's some good shit to watch. That'll keep you fucking busy all week. Okay, but during the day, go spend time with your kids. Go work out. Do some shit. Do some sit-ups. Do some sprints. Push-ups. Maybe do some walking lunges. Do some shit. Do the basic shit. Don't, don't fall into the fucking norm of having to go to the gym and do all the exotic shit with bands and, you know, just fucking get in your backyard and get it on. If you have a small backyard... Fucking do more sprints on one side or another. I don't know what to tell you. Living in a cul-de-sac is the best thing in the world. Run in a fucking circle till you get tired. Do some shit. Put in your headphones, listen to me, and do some shit, okay? Now let's all have a good week. For all you medical professionals, like I said, thank you so much for what you're doing. Uh, first responders, cops, firefighters, etc. Everybody out there is trying to make a difference and helping out in their community. Thank you. Because it, it's really shining a light on a, on a really dark moment. And there's not a lot of lights out there. So thank you so much for what you're doing. And uh, everybody stay safe. Everybody stay in your house. 
There's too many people outside right now, okay? If everybody's on a fucking lockdown, listen, back, 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 back. Give me six feet, okay? There's so many motherfuckers out there right now. If you do not have to be out, stay at home. If you want to give food, order that motherfucker and somebody will bring it to your house, okay? Stay at home. I'm out. Thanks, guys.